Marketing 99% Podcast with your host, Andy Cove, sharing excellent marketing. Subscribe now. On this episode, I'm joined by Ash Jones, the founder at Great Influence and part of the founding team at Social Chain. The title of this podcast is called Becoming Influential on Social Media, and we explore the key strategies and tactics for founders and CEOs to build an audience on social media. Hi, so I'm joined by Ash Jones, uh, the founder at Great Influence and part of the founding team at Social Chain. Uh, Ash, Ash helps uh, CEOs become influential on social media and has worked with the likes of Stephen Bartlett, Julia Hearn, a founder at Huel, and Umar Kamani, uh, CEO at Pretty Little Things. So thanks for coming on, Ash. No worries. I'm, I'm yeah. happy to happy to chat. Awesome. Uh, and we're going to be talking about becoming influential on social media in the process, uh, maybe around CEOs becoming influential. Um, so my first question, a bit bit away from topic, is about Manchester. And I asked this question the other day to another guest uh, who's right. from Manchester. They're doing really well at the minute, Manchester, as a digital city. What um, what can other cities be learning from Manchester to become kind of better at digital? Um. It's interesting as I've seen quite a few different cities now through the the work that I've done um, and living in Manchester for quite a while I've I've seen the the process of it as an industry with in terms of agencies and the I'd say more community than industry um, as it's quite tight-knit and everyone seems to know everyone yeah um, and yeah, there's. Uh, to be fair, there's there's a few companies in Manchester like um, Lad Bible and Unilad before yeah. that, and obviously Social Chain, uh, where I'm from, and they went against the grain of what an agency was, um, and they're all essentially digital at heart, and. Um, I think it was a good thing for the city and created a lot of buzz around yeah. around what was happening there and, and you know, a lot of PR between the likes of, of those three, um, which helped put more of a focus on there. And, and there's a lot of great agencies in Manchester that have been around for a long time now. And I've been fortunate enough to meet quite a few agency owners in Manchester and they're always very welcoming and yeah but I feel that's the case with agency owners as a whole that I've met across the UK like the the community is super helpful super nice super generous and um I thought it'd be more competitive <laughs> Enjoy but, it's, but it's not hey <laughs> sorry <laughs> carry on um, yes yeah, it's, it's it's not competitive it's it's very friendly and everyone yeah. everyone blends together and everyone gets on and um yeah you get um there's these events in manchester called i think it's called podge podge events and everyone it feels like from the agency community 
comes down to Manchester or up to Manchester, wherever they're from, for for those events. And um, everyone always speaks highly from outside of the city about that event and um, and Manchester as a whole in terms of the the agency community there. So I think it's a good spot and. Um, there's a lot of regeneration around the city at the minute and they're trying to push it forward in terms of innovation and, and driving it in terms of a second city to, to London, so to speak. So, yeah, it's, it's a good moment. Okay, Awesome. So moving on to the kind of uh, CEO uh, aspect, uh, you mainly work with CEOs. I'm sure you work with uh, directors and things like that as well and smaller yeah. business owners. Um, but what is the main need uh, for CEOs uh, to build a personal brand? Um, I just think it's a perfect storm of timing in that business owners, CEOs, founders, whatever, however you might want to term it, they've always needed to raise their public profile to help aid the growth of the business. That's always been the case. Um, and I think the reason it's more spoken about now or it's more popular is just because the barriers to doing it have opened completely so mm. 20 years ago if you were a ceo who wanted to raise your public profile you probably needed the help of someone else whether that was pr or publicist or you had to know journalists or um you could go and speak at events but you'd have to you know get in touch with event organize organizers and and all that kind of thing um or break into tv or radio you need the help of somebody else to get word out there whereas yeah. now you don't need that you can just go on linkedin and you can build your own audience there and put out content that costs you nothing so the barrier to entry is is zero it's just time mm. um and the impact can be quite large with just from how linkedin is at the minute uh in terms of the organic reach that you can gain on the platform through producing good content um it's very very high in comparison with other social media platforms and in comparison with other forms of media so like i say it's it just feels like a, a perfect storm that that we're in at the minute where the barrier to entry is so low and therefore it's encouraging a lot of people to take advantage of that. Yeah, perfect. Um, so you support um, CEOs on the personal brand. From your perspective, who the, who the CEO is doing it the best right now? Uh, Stephen Bartlett. Yeah. Uh, from Social Chain. I'd, I'm always going to say that. Um, and that's not just out of out of bias. I was I was speaking to him the other day, and I said um, I think he's he's at the elite level of the game in terms yeah. of the the content that he's putting out. Um, and uh, who else? Spencer Gallagher from Cactus, who are an agency growth consultancy firm. Um, what what he and what they are doing as a team um is yeah it's really taking advantage of things who else joe at marketing meetup i really yeah. like what joe does it's very joe's very honest and authentic which is what i talk about um a lot is is the importance of being authentic and and um just yeah an online version of yourself is the key to doing it yeah. um 
who else? I don't want to name people that I'm working with because then it's biased. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I'd say that. Yeah, I'd, I'd say if it's not people, all the people I'm working with are fantastic, of course. Um, but yeah, for, for those that I'm not working with, uh, I'd say those those three people kind of stand out to me. Right. And what what makes them what makes them stand out, and what what are they doing right that other people can learn from? Um, I think with Steve, it's just talent. He's just insanely talented and incredibly engaging as a speaker, as someone on video, um, on audio. His podcast is like highly engaging and, and um, yeah, he's, he's just, I enjoy listening to him. I can, I can listen to him for an hour, two hours and, and the time can go by like that and I'm still engaged. Yeah. Um, so that, that's just talent. Um, and then with, I'd say with Spencer, it's Spencer for me is he's, he's a super networker and he's, that's his thing offline and he's brought that online. He's managed Mm -hmm. to recreate that aspect online and, and he's a super networker and he provides immense value to agency owners and that's what he's managed to recreate online which is quite difficult um to turn that into content and an online network um i think people underestimate how difficult that can be so yeah the value that he provides and and the the community that he he builds and encourages those within that community to to constantly talk to each other and explore how they can um work together and build relationships is is really powerful and then with joe it's uh, the thing that always intrigues me is how yeah like i say he's authentic how how he the content that he puts out is very open and very um transparent about who he is and yeah. and what he, what he's doing at any any time so yeah I'd, I'd say they're very different but but yeah, all interested in their own ways. Yeah, and I think from my perspective that those those people that you mentioned, they're, they're almost like a news outlet. So they, they're they right on top of the latest kind of innovations. And mm. if you want to know what Instagram are releasing and things like that, you hear it straight away from these guys and they're really on top of it. Yeah. Uh, so, what about you? Who do you think is doing it well? Yeah, similar. I mean, I... I look at um, all those people. Joe's the one that stands out to me in that list at the moment. Um, I've seen his um, marketing newsletter that's just been released. Um, and he got... Was it Sean Paul? Uh, Sean Paul to do it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen like, so uh, many people posting about it. Yeah, it down got, really well. it's got some major engagement. So yeah. that that is really out of the box. And that's the sort of thing it's bringing light to uh, a dark time at the moment for, yeah. for a lot of people. Um, and it's, it's quite brave and it's, you know, it's, it's actually making fun of the people doing it wrong, but in a good way. Do you know what I mean? He's, he's saying, this is, this is a silly thing I've done and, you know, just going for it. Yeah. So, yeah. He's the one that stands out um, for me at the moment. So, um, so when you're working with kind of uh, CEOs, where where do you where do you start and what's the kind of building blocks um to start this um 
it it's a few things. Um, I'd say the key three things would be understanding what positioning that CEO wants to take up in the mind of their audience. So what if, if I'm the CEO and you're in my network, what do I want you to think about me and my business? Yeah. Um, and the second thing would be who is the audience that we're trying to speak to, understanding them and how they consume content on the platform we're trying to reach them on and how they behave on that platform that we're trying to reach them on. Um, and then the third thing would be understanding what their thought leadership pillars and topics in terms of what what is it in terms of thought leadership that they need to be talking about, what conversations in their industry are specific and relevant to them. Um, and I feel with those, th those are the three key things that I try to work on initially before starting with with any client and that basically helps inform all the content so that when yeah. content is produced it should be ticking those boxes yeah fantastic um and when when you're kind of a ceo and you reach a tipping point um at a level of kind of maybe someone like Stephen, uh where you you can just put a post out and it's getting uh thousands of engagements straight away um, what are you coaching clients to take things to the next le level? Um, I think there are levels to it, like you say, and um, the further up you go, I think with Steve, speaking about Steve specifically, there was a point where we felt there was an opportunity to really turn him into someone of influence across the board so breaking mm -hmm. into breaking into things like national newspapers and and tv and radio and um they're big opportunities that to be honest a lot of business owners will never really have the opportunity to go on uh, on like bbc one and um on yeah. radio and and be interviewed by the telegraph or the guardian um so yeah the when that opportunity kind of presented itself it, it changed our way of thinking and how we approach things and um yeah when you get to those levels the game kind of changes and it's it's an opportunity that you can't pass up i'd mm. say fantastic um, so on to some quick fire questions now, and they don't have to be quick fire answers. Um, but what what brands uh, inspire you now, um, and what are they doing right? Um, hmm, that's a good question. I'd say Huel because I'm literally wearing a Huel T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they must be doing something right. But no, they've uh, they've smashed it, and they keep. They keep progressing what they're doing. I've I've ordered recently. They had a they launched a new product which is like a low carb and high protein version of of their product. Mm. And even even the the packaging that it came in had changed, and yeah. it was way way more thought out in terms of the package packaging. Um, and it's those little things, little changes that I've I've been a a customer of Huel for 
four years now, um, way before I met Julian and, and worked with Julian. And along the way, it's it's constantly changed as a product and it's not just stayed, stayed the same. Um, I'd say Grenade as well. I'm a big fan of Grenade. Yeah, um, I yeah, I just think they've they've uh, they've they're just different as a protein bar. You like I I'm I work out a lot and I've yeah. bought a lot of of different brands of protein bar and they could all be the same apart from Grenade in yeah. terms of how it presented itself and and the the branding and the packaging was just completely different to the rest in a very eye catching way. Um, so yeah. I'd, I'd say th- those two jump out at, at the top of top of mind. Yeah, their their birthday cake bar is unreal. I love yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, <a, laughs> I'm addicted to the salted caramel bar at the minute. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. There are yeah. yeah, definitely. Um, so I suppose, um, are there any tools that you use to uh, manage clients or any tools or software that you'd recommend uh, for people? Um, I personally, I just use Google Docs a lot. Okay. Um, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's my, my whole thing is like WhatsApp, email, Google Docs, and every now and then I'll use like a content scheduler, like uh, Publish by Buffer. Okay. Um, but to be honest, a lot of the time I I I do posting out content manually. Um, so yeah, it's it's just WhatsApp. WhatsApp for me is where everything goes down. Um, <laughs> yeah, that that's been the game changer. Yeah. Um, where would you point uh, marketing professionals um, or CEOs to learn more about um, this area of market, maybe about personal branding? Any books that come to mind? or podcasts or influencers that you'd recommend them? Um, I'd say in, in terms of personal branding, it's the whole, uh, when I mentioned earlier, like one of the three key things is what is the positioning that you want to take up in the minds of the audience in terms of how they think about you and your business. And mm-hmm. that is, it, it's down to psychology and influence. Um, and that was a big part of, what we did at social chain was understanding psychology and how to influence um people and you know there's there's books daniel priestley's got a great book called key persons of influence um there's how to win friends and influence people is obviously like a a classic marketing book and it's it's just understanding how to influence people is is the big thing really um that I think and then in terms of marketing in general there's no better place to look than the people that are doing it day in day out so follow the people at the agencies that are killing it um and there's there's people that produce great content and give great insight and great advice Spencer as I've already mentioned Steve at Social Chain Uh, there's a guy called Mike Blake Crawford at Social Chain who's the strategy director there and a lot of what he talks about is 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 super relevant to the world of social media marketing right now. Um, and the best way to learn is to look at those who are doing it right now and and yep. tap into them for advice. Great, fantastic. Um, bit of a fun one. So, if you could place an ad anywhere in the world with any message on it, where would it be, and what would it say? 
Uh, right now, it'd be on the Zoom homepage mm. uh, that appears before when I go on Zoom. There's a little uh, like homepage that pops up before the video, yeah. and it'd probably be there because they've got like 300 million users in the past month or something like yeah. <laughs> something cra- crazy like that. Um, yeah, wherever in that moment in time is most culturally relevant and has the biggest share of uh, eyeballs, I guess is the smartest place. And if you were to have that that space, what, what would you put on an ad if you could have an ad on there? It could be anything. <laughs> um, I'd have to sell myself somehow. Yeah. Uh, and... I don't know. I'd need more time to think about it <laughs> with a witty way of doing so. Um, it's interesting. A, a, a client that I'm working with is is doing something kind of like this. They're hiring a space um, and putting a, an ad an ad there. And they were sending me over the creatives yesterday that they were thinking of. And there was one that really stood out. Um, and the reason it stood out was it was just instantly engaging compared to all the others um and it was quite provocative so i think if i had that um that real estate of that zoom homepage, i'd do something that you couldn't ignore in terms of the message that was there and um a lot we were speaking yesterday about how a lot of the time agencies especially they they sell great thinking to clients but sometimes their own marketing doesn't reflect that standard and it's important for it's important for agencies to like walk the walk and talk the talk not only are they producing great work for their clients but they're taking those values that they sell and using them for their own marketing um so yeah just an interesting point i guess awesome um where can people find you if they want to hear more from you um and what what's uh, what's your website if you want to just uh, uh yeah plug it um my website is www.greatinfluence.co.uk and you can find me on linkedin which is probably the best place to find me uh which is ash jones on linkedin perfect and final question to end um if you could try and kind of summarize uh, the key points of what we've spoke about today, what would make people excellent in this uh, area of marketing? Of um, observing and reflecting the business that they run day to day and turning those observations and reflections um, into content for their social channels that helps tell the story and growth of their business and their thoughts and opinions on their industry. I think that'd be it. Fantastic. Well, thank you very much, Ash. I really appreciate your time. No, thank you, Andrew. I appreciate it. It's been a good chat. Cheers. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.